Hey everyone, it's Dr. Jana with the Christ-Centered Holistic Health Podcast. Stay tuned for more biblical health education, encouraging interviews, and amazing testimonies for your good and God's glory. Okay, so welcome, Irene. It's so nice to have you on today. Um, Would you mind just quickly introducing yourself to the audience and just sharing like who you are, where you're from, how you heard about me, like how God connected us? Yes, absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. I am just really hopeful that God uses my story to help someone else. Um, But uh, my name's Irene. I'm from Northern California. I'm uh, 58 years old and have dealt with a thyroid issue for 30 years. Um, Been on Synthroid for 30 years. Um, But beyond the thyroid, all the things um, I have dealt with, fatigue, with pain, with discomfort, uh, systemically, with not sleeping. I mean, and this has been on and off through the years. And if I am going to be just honest, God's brought me a long way. But the biggest hurdle for me in my 30s and 40s was weight. And I wanted to get weight off. So I was doing all these different things to try to get weight off. And I would go through ups and downs, managing it, not managing it. Um, But as I got older, my body stopped being able to handle um, things that I was able to do before. So I had to have a knee replacement. I My joints were inflaming. I wasn't able to keep up on the exercise. Um, but I mean, we'll probably talk more about symptoms, but what, what introduced me to you, Dr. Jana, was I was introduced to Revelation Wellness in uh, the summer of 2020, during COVID, a friend, uh, an acquaintance that I knew started the uh, wellness revelation Bible study that I became a part of. So I did that. And subsequently from that in 2021, um, because I was becoming familiar with it, I did the sugar fast for the first time. Oh, yes. Now I remember. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I was introduced to you was from the sugar fast. And I um, am a nurse. I haven't been at the bedside probably 20 years, but because of the knowledge base that I did have as a nurse, everything you were saying, I'm like, it all was making sense. It's like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Um, I felt there were so many answers through just participating in the sugar fast. And then I think um, I started shortly after that trying to find you to perhaps work with you. But I think our timing just hit where you were transitioning to Wyoming. Okay. Accepting new patients. <laughs> oh, yes, because I did. I did quit accepting new patients for a short time during the minutes and the transition. That's right. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> and then life. Um, just, you know, a, a lot of things uh, happened. Um, stress increased significantly. Um, I in also in 2020, I was having just, um, for lack of a better term, I call it a flame where I was in severe 
pain. You can see one of my finger joints is very swollen, which it still is. Um, but my uh, doctor ran, my, my PCP ran a lot of labs, found out that I had a very elevated AN, I think it's an ANA. So there's two different levels where one can be, you know, somewhat raised, but it's insignificant. And then over a certain number, and mine was like double, triple that. Um, I also had a uh, positive uh, rheumatoid factor. So um, she sent me to a rheumatologist. So I had all these workups done. And everything, thankfully, came back negative. Um, and they felt that it was all attributed to my Hashimoto's that, you know, I've had for 30 years and they've treated with Synthroid. Um, so I, uh, at that point you contacted me, you, you had been on Synthroid for about 30 years, right? Correct. I remember these conversations. <laughs> yes. Yes. 30 years. So fortunately then, um, I heard through, uh, I think on Facebook that you were accepting new patients. I went to one of your webinars and just received so much information and set up a consult from there. Yes. And And I distinctly remember meeting with you for the first time. I knew there was a, a, a Revelation Wellness Connection and then it was a sugar fest. And I remember you saying you had gone through that. Um, and through that, the Lord had been speaking to you and, um, but things hadn't, that wasn't an end all be all. It was eye opening. It started to really break things open. And I think it's super cool that you were open as a former RN, right? RN? Yes. Yes. To come and be willing to try like a holistic, a holistic approach, you know, um, I have a lot of nurse patients and they're some of the best because you have the background. And a lot of times you've seen what doesn't work for so long that you know what not to do, but not necessarily what to do. So, so would it be fair to say that in summer, cause I don't have your notes in front of me, right? We're just having a casual conversation. <laughs> you have an awesome story of, uh, that can bring people a lot of hope, but I want you to share, like, be real, about what it's been like and what God has done through it. Because I, I also very clearly remember the first month or so, I remember some of the messages when you were struggling, when you were in the thick of detox, it wasn't easy, was it? No, no. And go ahead. I was going to say, go ahead. So you, you know, just take over whatever you feel like the Lord wants you to share, but what was it like in the beginning? Like give our listeners um, an idea of what the journey is like and, you know, is summarizing as best you can, but, um, but you can indulge in, in any part that you feel like is necessary for someone to hear. But I do remember that the first month was not easy for you, but I want to also share like the incredible breakthrough that you have had and also where we're still at in your journey and how long it's been. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will try one of my, one of my things was, uh, and it's improved a lot, but word searching and word fog, brain fog. Um, so I will definitely do my best. I, uh, started with Dr. Jana in May. And so it's been about six months. And when you and I had our first appointment, I was, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, I would even dare say spiritually just 
overwhelmed. I mean, it actually brings tears to my eyes to remember what I felt like yeah. um, when we first met. And I remember, um, you know, in that conversation and some of the things you said, you know, like, you know, I've, um, you've worked with people who were able to get off Synthroid and you, you know, and in my head, I'm like, mm -hmm, but that's not me, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and that's just, not the story you've been told. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And just, um, you know, just the message of hope that was there because of your story. I mean, hearing your story spoke so much to me because it's like, here's someone who's been through it. And it, it just, um, and just how the Lord brought you to where you are now in helping others was incredible. Um, but I remember, you know, we started with labs and I was um, surprised at some of the lab findings. First of all, I was very surprised to not have the um, yeast overgrowth because I thought for sure I did. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I had enough other things to make up for that. Yeah. Uh, and then just the tailored plan that we started and it was very hard. I mean, I know that over the years I have heard the term toxic. I've heard there's been certain things where I have had responses to things and people would say, that's, you know, you're toxic, your body's releasing things. And, you know, being a nurse, I'm like, yeah, whatever, right. not believing it. Right. Um, so then to have these labs in front of me and you and I talking through a plan, um, it was hopeful, overwhelming, and a little scary at the same time. Yeah. It's like equally shocking and hopeful all at the same time. Right. Yes. Can I ask, so as a nurse, as a nurse, like a, a professional nursing background, right? What was it like to actually, were you familiar with there being functional labs, like very different than what are run like in a doctor's office or the hospital? Was that news to you? Because it is to most people I talk to, they don't even know they exist or they, some of them do know they exist. They just don't have access to them or they have really no idea what I'm talking about. They just know there's better, but yeah, what was that part for you? So know. the only reason I knew about them is the last um, 15 years of my career, I've been on the insurance side as a nurse doing utilization management. And so the only reason I knew about them is people submitting them for authorization and the insurance company denying them. God, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sad to say is because I remember like some of them coming through and talking with our medical director about like what are these things are these people being taken for a ride like what's going on yeah. and over the last few years there has been more of an understanding I will say now whether the insurance companies will get to it and actually start you know seeing the significance but I can say that I've seen a change in some of the medical directors and um, starting to acknowledge that the functional med, there is a place for it, but it's a very slow start. Yes. Um, I don't think you see it on the front lines. I think you see this more like the physicians I worked with were more on the research side. Yeah. So. Yeah. And probably uh, coming more from maybe uh, 
I don't know, just every once in a blue moon, someone who's familiar with what's out there. But yeah, right. it doesn't, doesn't mean they would prescribe it or try to do it, but they recognized it. Got it. Yeah. So you were somewhat familiar. And then when we ran panels that, of course, had never been run before. So we gathered new information, not the stuff that you could um, put together from like your your basic blood chemistry or even your autoimmune profiles, but new information. So you're well, I'm just trying to take us back on track mm -hmm. to where we were. So you're saying it was equally shocking, but also hopeful because you were like, OK, here the here's the information like it's kind of shocking. It's kind of, whoa, but there's no denying it once you have it in front of your face, right? Like that's the part that you, you can never deny once you've had that inside look of what's really hiding inside the body. And then now we have all this information we can take action on. And so I, I wrote a custom plan of care. As soon as we had the results, we took an hour and I interpreted everything for you. Right. And then you, then it, then the ball was in your court and you had to take action. I also remember your husband was a part of your initial visit. And I think your report of findings wasn't me. Yes. He that was, was really definitely cool. there for report of findings. Yes. Yeah. So it's, I only get couples together a small percentage of the time, but it, I think it is really important and it's really cool because you'll never be able to regurgitate all the information that we cover. Right. Like it's not just, a chance. I can't regurgitate whatever I whatever we do together for that hour um without having notes in front of me or something like that but um anyway I just remember him being very supportive and wanting to be a part of it and I'm sure you can speak to it that that was helpful to know that he was supporting what you were doing in all of this very helpful and it's been um helpful throughout because he he recognizes the detox um he's been supportive in so many ways. And without that, it would have been really hard because there are times when I doubt, I mean, when the detox has been hard, um, when I feel really, really sick yeah. and, um, and doubt, like, is this worth it? Yeah. And besides bringing it to Christ, it's just, it's also just incredibly supportive to have my husband there supporting me and not saying, why don't you quit this stuff? You know, he's, he's supportive. He understands it. He's been walking it with me. And, and he's so objectively he's seen how much it's helped. And also when you're going through it or when you have, when you, when you fall off the wagon or yes. another extended <laughs> detox, which we'll talk about all those fun, fun roller coaster parts of the process. Right. But it's real, right? The struggle yes. is real. And when you're in the thick of detox or when you have what do we call it a cheat you know cheat meal or you bring something back in that we have learned that returns <laughs> void right yes <laughs> yeah or that you suffer and it opens the door to like serious mental uh like spiritual warfare mental battles emotional right all of the things you are absolutely right I mean the um you know, after that initial, like probably month, the, the breakthrough, the freedom, the lightness. I mean, I know we had gone through like one level of detox and to have my fingers not hurt, um, to have, uh, the pain gone from the rest of my body to be sleeping, um, to 
almost be having normal bowel movements, not quite, but almost, but there were all of these things and, and we were able to both celebrate that. And then, and just as a side note, as God's doing all of this, he's also revealing in my heart um, areas that were also toxic just to make the parallel. And so doing a lot of healing in my heart as he was healing my body. And then, and, and I don't mind sharing um, that, you know, there was a lot of growth, a lot of breakthrough, and then a setback that I really did bring on myself. Um, as a child, comfortable sharing all that? I do. I mean, as a, as a child, I think it's just real, you know, but as a child learning something new, um, like, hmm, maybe I can dip my toe back in. Uh, maybe I can have some of this or some of that. And I had uh, learned, um, you and I have talked about and really learned that paleo for my body, not for everybody else's body, not for the person sitting next to me, but paleo for me is the healthiest. Yeah. Um, but I miss my bread. I miss my grains. And I have always loved wine. I, I live in Northern California. I'm Italian. I have always loved wine. I love red wine. So I had stepped away from wine for a while and was feeling good. And then it was like, oh, well, I don't know. That. That's forever. <laughs> and so um, started back with wine occasionally, that then quickly became more of a routine. And my body and I suffered for that. Um, but it was, it's also a beautiful thing because God has been showing that he's just been teaching me so much and that the wines, it, it took me a long time to get there. So it's been, you know, six months that I have been working with you for two months. I have been uh, completely alcohol free and I know that I won't be going back to it. Now that doesn't mean that every person, but I had a real um, time with the Lord where he really showed me that this is, that he is calling me to it. And speaking of my husband, who is extremely supportive, um, he had to walk, we had to walk through that together. Yeah. And where I had to verbally say, which is, I did not want to say it because then you say it, you own it. Right. I had to verbally say that for me, drinking wine is spiritually dangerous for me. I remember it is spiritually dangerous. And that was like for both of us, because David doesn't have that same call right now. He does. He doesn't even like wine. But he doesn't feel that, you know, it's where for me, it was something more, it was bondage. Yeah. Um, no doubt about it. It was for me too. It was definitely bondage. And he, um, you know, and so when I say like dipping my toes eat earlier, it was like, oh, well, I'll just stop for now. But, but he's made it clear to me that he has called me to lay it down yeah. for good. Yeah. And it's not easy at times. Sure. But that obedience is, um, there's so much joy in the obedience. Yeah. And I have watched you walk in that power because I remember when you were like in the initial phase 
where it was more like sugar fast, like starting over on a sugar fast, but more than three weeks, right? And the first, what you, what would you say, month or so was really hard. You were going through all the detox. You, you know, it's like your hormones were magically balanced in a month and all of that stuff. But then, was it, would you say by month two is when I also distinctly remember, however long it was, when I got that first on the follow up where we got on and you were like, it's happening. Like I'm getting. Yeah. I am so much better. And I was like, oh, praise God. I think it was our second follow-up. It was. Second follow-up, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we had all this breakthrough anyway. And then I think you traveled and that's when you had a setback. Was that, am I getting that right? Yeah, we had a European cruise. Yep. You know, and it's like, well, of course I can have some wine and some this and I'm doing way better than I used to. I mean, if I haven't heard that a million times and I've lived it myself, but then you tried bringing some of this back in, namely the wine. And it was a huge, huge setback for you. And it took us a while to get out of that, didn't it? It was almost, yeah, it was harder to climb out of that than it was the first round. If that makes sense. Like, Well, because you, so what I hear, I, um, I hear this sentiment often is like, you get that taste of breakthrough. So now you have been exposed to what's possible or a glimpse of what's possible. Right. Mm -hmm. And just like anything, like, it's almost like you can see the celestial city, but then you backslide and go, you return or you go off this narrow path, whatever, right? We're kind of making it more of a, like a spiritual, because it really is, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities and powers, right? Like this is a spiritual war that we're in. And this is a huge one. I hear it all the time, which is why I love your story. Because I'll also never forget the day that we we got onto our appointment. So <laughs> clicked on our videos and um, I could see, like I could see the burden, but you just needed, you needed to confess it. And I actually pulled up that scripture because I think it's so powerful, right? I don't want just our opinions or our stories, which are powerful. Like, you know, it's, it's the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that are very powerful. But James five sixteen says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I mean, is that not basically clearly state what happened with you. Um, it, it's exactly. And if I can just say one thing, David had even asked me, are you, cause David was the only one who knew he yeah. was the only one I had talked to. Yeah. He's like, are you going to tell Dr. Jana? And I was so shameful. I felt so much shame, which we know is not of him. Nope. That's not of him. Right. And it's not and even about uh, like, I just want to make clear just so that anyone who hears this knows like you didn't fear me no there's I'm I'm not putting any shame on you but this is what the enemy does but you knew that I was the person you had basically hired to be your accountability partner your doctor all these things and you knew this was the place that you felt called or safest to come and confess to one another because yes. there's power in saying it out loud. And you had a decision. You could have easily hid it from me or just led me to believe like, oh, I had some cheat meals on vacation. I don't know why this is happening. Because I've heard, I mean, I've had that happen before where I've had to pry or the spirits had to reveal to me 
what's really going on if I'm not getting the whole story so that I can help. But that's the goal is the end goal is freedom. And if things like this are robbing our freedom, but we don't want to hear it, would you not now agree? There's no other way to freedom other than walking through whatever it is God is trying to walk you through. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I have the same story in 2013 almost. Um, so I know this battle so well, um, but I'm so honored that it was a safe enough place that you, you did. Oh, um, I am so grateful. It, it called just to literally confess it. We had an appointment just to talk through this. Yeah. And then, cause I never saw shame on you ever again. No. After that. No. And I knew that it was, I mean, he made it clear, like child, go forward, go forward in this, that shame is not of me go yeah. forward. And, um, yeah, I am so grateful too. And it, it was not easy. No. Um, and it, but you were, um, I mean, he just used you so much, obviously. And I think one of the first things you said to me was that this isn't about me or us. This is about what God's doing for you and in you. That's right. That's right. And um, it's and how he wants to use you and use this story and use your humility. And there's also, so I can just say, so watch, here's just two legs of the relay of many. But if I didn't have a safe place back in 2013, when God was walking me through this and everyone around me wanted to justify drinking and think that it was fine and and use scriptures to back it up. But I knew that I knew that I knew what I had heard from the Lord. So I knew that God knew that I knew, that <laughs> I knew what he was telling me. And I had been in the battle just as you had for a long, really a long time, but I just did, I didn't want to hear it. I wanted to find any other way. And for me, I was the same way. I was like willing to give up you know, fruit and sugar and starve myself of all these other things just so that I could have this weekend thing or whatever. And God gave me a very clear word like he did you. I mean, different, but similar. And he told me, he called me, I, I've called you to be a leader's leader. And now I get to see the fruit of that baton being handed off because you heard a little bit from the sugar fast and then working together privately where I could share in a safe place and you could share in a safe place. And in that humility and safety, like you confessed and then God gave you the freedom you were seeking that doesn't come. There's no like workaround or like another path. Like it's, if he's calling you to something, partial obedience is disobedience. Amen. Oh, you can't amen. partially obey. It's either you obey and get the way better gift, even better than what you think it's going to look like. Right true or not or the breakthrough and like you know I guess like the return on your investment type of way of looking at it but I get to see like this baton being handed off and now you the veil's been lifted you have the freedom you're still really early walking it out I know it is hard but the power the fruit of the spirit is self-control right mm -hmm. it comes from a daily fresh filling of the spirit that daily walk of sanctification until jesus takes us home yes but then as you walk in that freedom you're honest about your struggles you can relate and you'll be you can see it then in people who are 
justifying something that's really not glorifying God or in their best interest or perhaps harming their health. And that's a big part of what's holding them hostage as it was me and as it is you. Um, but then now you have a baton to hand off because it's not just about you. I love you. <laughs> you can love me. But the gospel, it's not about us. Right. It's really about the kingdom work that we're called to and trying to hand off freedom to as many people as we can this side of heaven. And the reality is, is we're called to not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. And it is one or the other. And so you can't be drunk with wine and filled with the spirit. And until you're on the other side of it, the side of freedom, you really can't fully understand that. And I can say that with all boldness because I lived it and I really tried to experience that fullness that I could not achieve except walking through it in repentance and attaining that freedom. And now I've watched you do it like right before my eyes and it's amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And I know how much courage and humility it takes to do that because it is really easy to justify. Oh, so easy. I mean, so easy to justify. And, and what's neat is that, um, you know, he's also like, I don't know how many weeks ago, but I mean, I'm sure I've read this verse multiple times, but he really made it real for me. And that's Romans 14, 17, where it says, but the kingdom of God or for the kingdom of God is not about the matter of eating or drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, which is just another way of saying what you just said about, you know, it's, it's through the spirit, but for some reason, that one just really, because I've struggled with food as well, you know, sweets as well. And it's like, none of that matters. It's oh, about being righteousness, to peace, and joy. Like our righteousness is as filthy rags, but we put on the righteousness of Christ. Yes. But how do we do that? I mean, so we can like, um, my husband and I've had many, many, many of these conversations because we're up against this all the time. And we've, we've fought these battles through all different kinds of addictions and stuff. And it's like, you know, only the, the righteousness of Christ, like he died for wretched sinners like us. And American church really does not emphasize this. It is a very feely good ear tickling gospel that's being taught, which is no gospel at all. It's very sad. And so teaching even something as simple as this, just like ruffles feathers left and right. People don't want to hear it. But that righteousness, peace and joy, that's the kingdom of heaven. You know, like these things come from being indwelled with the spirit. And if we go back and we use all these cross references, it's like, so we can't be anywhere outside of a sober mind, whatever that means. I mean, you can't be filling your head with pornography either and be sober. Right, mind, right, right. You can't be constantly gossiping and have a sober mind and be filled with the spirit. Like God, you know, he, all of these sins he hates. Um, but it's so cool to see in that even little bit of repentance and obedience and humility, the joy and the peace mm -hmm. that come from that, right? That the battle is over now walking it out, right? We're still these sinful weak human beings without Christ, but he does give us a power 
that is so far supersedes anything, any power we can do in our own strength, doesn't it? Doesn't he? Yes. Yes. And I've watched you do it. So you're only two months into this. So we've got, yeah, we've got some life to walk out and, and we're going to be in it together and walking through it, but seeing him restore from the setback that we had, but now, but he's like, really like, I see him just like wrecking an old foundation, mm -hmm. right. Building this new solid foundation that lasts yeah. and we can really start building from here and I have no doubt that like he's, he loves you and he's restoring your health and doing all of these amazing things. And you're almost 60, right? So a lot of times people think, Oh, like my time has passed. I'm just getting older. This is the way it has to be. You know, there's whatever. Well, could you say that you feel better at 58 than you did at 50 or 40 or any other age or I could. And I just, and, and seeing how far I've come in six months, despite the setbacks, I just know it's going to get better. Yeah. And I just, um, I look, I'm just, I'm just so grateful because not only is he healing my body, he's healing my heart. Yes. And those two can't be separated out. And I'm just, I, I'm just grateful, but yes, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like it's so hard for me to remember like I just I can't even a year ago today I was emotionally physically spiritually just completely overwhelmed and just you know so I'm just I'm so grateful for what he's doing and where I am and that it it because I did start thinking that well I'm you know, I'm 58. This is as good as it's going to get. It's just all downhill. It says it has, you know, <laughs> it's like, and it has to be, I mean, we want to, we're very realistic. We are aging. God has designed us to age. That is okay. But the rate at which people are aging and um, all of the symptoms. So I guess the point is, is so much of what we suffer, much of it is, if dare we say, self-induced. Yeah, right. I agree. Or a lack of knowledge, lack yeah. of wisdom uh, related to disobedience or, yeah, or just like not knowing what you don't know. Um, and so just needing that godly wisdom and knowledge and then how to execute it. That's where he calls on us to, you know, um, lock arms with right uh, the right doctor or the right accountability partner or or whatever, however, what, whoever he you know, calls us to connect with, to be a part of our individual journey. But in that he's so faithful and all things really are possible with God. It's not just a coffee cup scripture. It's, uh, you know, he's working, he is, he, he's working and he cares. And I believe he wants his people to be well so that we have just even the mental power. I, I, every day, all day, every day that I work, I hear almost every person talk about the level of like afternoon or all day fatigue and brain fog and mood swings that people are suffering. I mostly work with women. So I mostly hear it from women, but even the men I work with, it's happening low, almost every man now, even young, like late twenties, thirties have low testosterone. Like it's a problem. We're very toxic. Um, we're very <laughs> gluttonous if, if we will, like just as an American culture, you know, um, to give up a little thing to, for some people feel so big. I mean, I've lived it too. I get it. Um, but we need to train to do hard things because things are getting yes. 
hard. We're going to suffer worse, you know? Um, so being, being sober minded and healthy and all the things that are, are within are, um, that are within our control that we can control because we can't control all circumstances and there will be suffering. There will be tribulation, right? That's all biblical and real. Um, we have a balanced perspective. We can't, you know, <laughs> extend our years longer than what God has willed. However, the quality of our years, a lot of times <laughs> is being, is being affected and afflicted by our own choices or mm-hmm. our own sin. Right. Right. And so there's hope. That means that those are things that are within our power to take action on and change. Amen. Amen. We're living proof of that. So, okay. So question. So it depends how, uh, (laughs) how honest (laughs) you, you want to get and you share what you're comfortable with. Um, So have you faced any like opposition in this or have you really had a really, a, a great support system or have you are have you gotten to share your freedom and seen it uh, positively affect anybody else? Like, what is God doing with it? Like, I know um, we're only six months in, so yeah. So two months in. So to be honest, I am very blessed in that I have two very close friends who are both never cared for wine. Um, so I mean, I yeah, praise God that that's been the case. So there's. Um, you know, so it's like they were kind of surprised because I've always been known as the wine connoisseur, like, oh, Irene loves her red wine. So there was kind of surprise, but like, oh, okay. And I don't know if there might be a little bit like, yeah, okay, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how how long this lasts. (laughs) Yes. Um, But to be honest, since the cruise, I haven't really been in a um, social environment like that where it was really pushed or pressed and um so I just feel like that also is just God's timing I mean I fell big on the cruise so I feel like God is just um armoring me up and um I have shared with family and um you know there was you know like oh that's that's great because they don't feel the same call um and I mean like my extended family um, but support, you know, um, so yeah, I mean, I think the holidays will be a big, uh, time of seeing it in action and seeing how God uses it. But yeah. I think right now he's allowing me this time of him just really armoring me up and, um, preparing you for yeah the next chapter, right? right? Yeah. You know, speaking of the holidays, interesting, we're recording this a few weeks before Thanksgiving. This is this is the season where, um, you know, people get a little intimidated or a lot of people fall off the wagon because sugar grains or alcohol are that important to people. I mean, to me, that's, there's no more evidence of, of the hold they have on us when it's, you know, holidays and tradition or, um, craving obviously supersedes all these things but people don't often want to think of the food parts as like addictions or problems or a big deal um and they're you know everybody is different in how they affect each of us but more often than not they're a bigger deal than most people want to uh, believe um all that to say 
Um, I think, it, you know, it's timely and encouraging that people can do it. I have a whole Thanksgiving menu that I wrote a long time ago for people who are on a candida detox or a sugar fast on my website to help people through it. And I, I've lived through this. So I'm not, um, you know, I don't share anything that I haven't also had to live through, but now I can go and enjoy the holidays and have some sweet treats and they don't just have to be stevia. You know, I, I, I tend to just try to eat healthy eating is a way of life for me, but it's not perfect. Gluten is non-negotiable, but I'll still have like maple syrup and honey sweetened, or maybe even it's just, it's got organic sugar, but it's real, like more real ingredients, but I don't react now. Like I used to, there was a time when I could not have those things, whether it was a holiday or a birthday or whatever excuse, there was a time where I was fasting. I was determined to get well. My life and health really depended on it. And so did my ministry, because if I was going to go down, I couldn't, I wouldn't be here to be able to do this. I couldn't just do this and be um, miserable. You know, I have to be able, I have to practice what I preach and I don't preach perfection. I preach Christ and him crucified. I preach <laughs> obedience. I, I preach uh, needing to fully wholeheartedly depend on the Lord and, and asking for godly wisdom. And that looks differently. You know, plans look different for each individual person, for sure, as you know. Um, so, okay, question. So we you mentioned this. So are you off your Synthroid completely now? Yes. So that is, I just, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. Um, but yes, for almost a month now, but I mean, but I do have to share that prior to that, um, history of allergies for over a decade, I have been daily on six allergy meds and that consists of like this whole allergy cocktail that you found whole allergy that over years we kept adding to, to just make me functionable. And it started probably 15, 20 years ago, just as seasonal allergies. Mm -hmm. And then it progressed and progressed. And for literally over 10 years, I've been on these six. And that um, is was Zizol, which is just the antihistamine. So that started as Zyrtec, I mean, all of the antihistamines, but yep. the most recent was Zizol. Singular, which we ended up putting me on because of the respiratory, even though I don't have asthma, um, mucinex extra strength twice a day, one in the morning, one in the evening, um, uh, Flonase every morning, and then a Sudafed. And about five years ago, I got rid of the Sudafed and started that just as needed. So that was still part of this cocktail. Yeah. Um, as of two months ago, I am only on Flonase as Which needed. <laughs> it just unbelievable absolutely unbelievable and then as of a month ago completely off a of synthroid which I mean it just I never I, I, I it, it, I'm speechless <laughs> it's but it could be possible right yes I yeah. mean I know I know people don't um often believe me and now if somebody's had their thyroid removed or irradiated that's a different story but for those of you living with an intact thyroid, but needing that much Synthroid and then still not even feeling good at all on Synthroid. I hear that all the time. There's so much hope and that you can't just throw a drug in the body. You can't just throw hormones in the body, like this hormone replacement, all the things that are at the root of that, all the endocrine disruptors and the 
what yeast or bacteria or parasites or heavy metals, all the things that are blocking the physiology, the leaky gut that's just out of control, right? The inflammation that's out of control, all of that stuff has to be dealt with. The root causes, whether it's spiritual or sin, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional trauma, like these things have to be dealt with. But as we work through them earnestly, the body can heal, right? And now mm -hmm. you're getting to see like life without a prescription. You're still a natural stuff for your thyroid, thyroid, but right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but we're working on clearing your system so that we can get that amount down over the next months or years or whatever it takes. But you're doing amazing. You have, you have been, you've poured your whole heart um into doing this and restoring your temple and honoring it and using it for God's glory and I'm really proud of you and I thank you for sharing I know this is way out of your comfort zone today so far out of my comfort zone it's not even funny <laughs> and I know I freaked you out by asking you to share your testimony but that makes it that much more special this is not something you want to do this is something you're willing to do for the God who gave you life and is restoring your life, if it can give hope to somebody else. And so I thank you for doing that today. I'm very thank grateful. You. And I know somebody else will be grateful. It will give hope to someone and probably much more than one person. So, so. so I'm grateful that you were willing. Um, is there anything else that you would share? I think we covered most of it and like summarized your testimony. I think so. I mean, there's just so much. I would just say that as with everything, there's so many layers and yeah. this is a piece of all that he's doing, all that I have felt and have gone through and it's just his glory and um, there's so many layers, but I just would encourage anyone who's considering to just like attend a webinar or just meet with you because it's... Um, God is so at work through you and it is such a blessing. And for somebody who's 58 and has tried all the things and all he has said has come to me and he's provided you as an avenue to do that. And it's just, um, it's just been amazing. And I'm so glad that you took the call, that you answered the call and that you stayed faithful because it's, it's making a difference in helping me too to then be able to walk into my purpose. That's right. And That's, so it's, it's just it's, huge. It's all God's glory. It's hard for me to, it's hard for me to. I know, I'm sure it is. I don't like to hear yeah. the comments either because <laughs> I, I just want God to get all the glory. It's not about me, um, but I will walk in boldness. I will share stories. I will share what is possible. Um, I will come up against the the massive lies in our healthcare system that say, there's no other way that you have to be on thyroid medication that once you're on it, you're on it for life. I just forget it or that this stuff isn't fixable or this is just what happens when you get older. Cause it's just not true. And I see different every day and I see what God can do. I mean, it's amazing. And so I'm going to shout that from the rooftops <laughs> until the day that I get to go home and, and the best is yet to come because the best that we can achieve or accomplish or receive here on here on earth is nothing compared to where we're going for those who love Christ. And yeah. right. Yeah. 
So anyway, it was so awesome to um, get to record your testimony, Irene. Thank you sincerely for sharing. And I know I'll be talking to you soon, but I pray that God blesses it and that he uses you mightily in your own community, your own family. And I can't, I can't even imagine where he's taking this. So thank you. Thanks, Dr. Diana. Yep. You stay the course, sister. I love you. And I thank thank you for today. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about my practice, check out my website, drjana.com. That's D-R-J-A-N-A.com. And if you know someone today's episode could encourage, pray for them and consider sharing this episode. See you next time. Thank you.